Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. Hello, 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 Maximal Beans. Uh, we're back. We have a return guest here to talk to us about the power of cocoa. And I'm excited because I learned some things and I want to talk about it with you all. But of course, it's Jackie P, your favorite layman, here to make sure that these experts and smart folks keep the the information digestible and dissectable by those of us that are not in the medical field. And of course, my co-hostess with the mostest, Doc Mock. How are you, Doc? Oh, I am just fabulous. I, you know, it's so exciting for me to be learning about cocoa being a good thing. It's like, you know, we we've talked about love for Oreos in the past. Like I don't eat Oreos anymore, but it's it's like imagining your favorite food is now good for you. And so for the listeners out there, you, this is going to change your life because having an ability to make that wonderful, pure dessert form without all the added junk, something that can help your body, help your health, very exciting. And, and I can't wait to talk to my good friend, Dr. Velasquez. So welcome back. Hi. Hi, guys. Doc Mock, Jackie P. So nice to see you both again. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all, but did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeing.com courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the Zenwise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement, which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528, and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. Yeah, you know, as I was talking about love for Oreos, I remember our residency days, 
I was doing neurology residency at Cooper University Hospital, and, and you were also doing your residency. And uh, was that a ready fellowship also? Because Cooper, they had yep. a GI program too, right? So you were yep. doing residency and fellowship there. So I was every morning, I was going for a mocha, a combination mm-hmm. of caffeine and chocolate and a little bit of milk and love for Oreos, love for chocolate, right? It's something that touches us all. And, you know, I'm also from Cuba and uh, in our African culture, part of, of the Cuban culture is very African. There is also this tremendous love for, for cocoa. Uh, and that says so much. One thing is that it's such a delicious food, chocolate and cocoa. And then it also has all this effect in our body, in our minds, in the pleasure centers, in the reward system, of, uh, in, in the chemicals like serotonin that intervenes in pleasurable emotions like love and relaxation and happiness. And then our minds, it protects our minds. It has tremendous antioxidant power. It improves the circulation through our blood vessels. And then for the gut, for the digestive tract, uh, anti-inflammatory, uh, autoimmune properties. It increases the healthy bacteria like lactobacillus in the gut, and it reduces. Listen to this, Doc Mark. It reduces the population of Clostridium, and you know many of us may know that Clostridium difficile is one of the worst opportunistic infections that affect hospitals these days and elderly patients, immunocompromised patients. So it has so many benefits for the four bodies. As we talk in the Holocene method, science and shamanism, we look at the the human being from the four perspectives, physical body, the mind, the emotions and the environment, which also involves our spirituality. So cocoa is a substance that affects us positively in these four aspects of our being. And not only for prevention, but also for health. It is both. It prevents diseases and it promotes uh, healing from certain illnesses. So when I started, uh, I started studying cocoa recently, which was in December, when I started studying shamanism and combining it with neurology, I was amazed by the spiritual connection that it provides and all the benefits for the physical body and, and the emotions and the mind. And you have to tell me how technical do you want me to be because you know there are many components of of the plant that have various effects there is also uh the history the history you know because they say that it was uh, a gift from the gods to us human beings and some of the uh 
richest and most ancient civilizations in the world. Uh, ruins from whom still stand this day, the Aztecs, the Mayans, and the Incas, such strong civilizations that they still have their own language. There is so much wisdom, ancestral wisdom that they hold, and they have that plant as a sacred plant. So we could talk about the history, or we could talk about the big difference between chocolate and cocoa, yeah. because we're talking about two different things. Yeah, I think I think starting there. I mean, I I'm ready for some chocolate. I don't know about you, Jackie P, but I love chocolate. But <laughs> something tells me you're not talking about a Nestle bar. Yes. So, but you know, yeah. let's 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 back up because I like to hear about the history things and how they came to be. So, what I would like to hear, Doctor Velasquez, is how two things. The history of cocoa and its and its healing and helping uh, qualities, but also how did you, you know, what led you to start studying? You said you started studying it, you know, um, around the same time we started learning about shamanism. What was it that compelled you to start learning more and diving deep into cocoa? Yes, that's such an interesting question. That is so profound and, and and broad because, well, you know, I started studying shamanism because my frustration uh, in not having a good treatment for functional neurological disorder, also known as psychogenic, psychosomatic diseases, conversion disorder. Those are all names. Uh, yeah, so I decide, decided to study study shamanism, which is the philosophy of nature. Okay, let's see what nature teaches about this illness that the science doesn't have a good treatment available. So I start to study shamanism and reading books. And then I contacted a shaman and I said, I want to learn uh, from you uh, the traditions. And he's like, okay, I work with all the sacred plants. Uh, from South America that exists in actually in the whole American continent. Uh, so he has traveled all around America and has learned uh, ayahuasca in Brazil, uh, in the Amazon. He has learned about cactus like peyote in Mexico, uh, washuma in Peru and Argentina. And he has learned about cannabis in the United States and in India. And um, also uh, psilocybin. Um, well, and then he also knows a lot about cacao, cocoa. Cacao is uh, the Brazilian Spanish name, cocoa. So I started studying the plant and I became amazed with all the benefits. And I am, my God, how come they didn't talk, they didn't tell us in medical school about the benefits? Of cocoa, I had to learn at almost 40 years of age. You know, after 20 years of going through medical school residency fellowship and practicing, um, so I I was amazed. And I just, he was telling me all the ritual aspects of it because he's a, a, a studios of shamanism. Uh, so he knows a lot about the history and, and he uses it in rituals. And there are all sorts of rituals that we do with uh, with cocoa. 
because it has that effect in the four bodies. Huh? So let's start with the spiritual body, which is the environment. So they use the plant to connect with the spirit of the plant. And the spirit of the plant, through in part through all the biochemical processes that take place in the body, you know, it affects your mind and your emotions and your physical body. And then you start noticing that the plant, because the chemicals come from the plant, so that the plant, which was a living organism until we cooked it, uh, that the plant is talking to you about courage and about vitality and about taking good care of your physical health and about your emotions and vulnerability or the lack of thereof or fear to fall in love or um, lack of boundaries. So you start to feel all these emotional teachings and about attention and concentration and you get in touch with your diet because it, it works in, in the digestive uh, tract uh, in many cells, you know, defense cells and bacteria, as I said, and, and the DNA and protects the DNA. Listen to these. The components of the plant go to the DNA of your cells and protects them from cancer, from mutations, from turning into malignant. It has benefits for cancer prevention. If you have an inflammatory disease like colitis, it will modulate your inflammation. You will stop losing weight. You will uh, have less diarrhea and less blood in your stool. You see, there are some significant benefits in the physical body. So the spirit of the plant works. And so the ceremonies are done uh, for different intentions, because one key element of any ceremony with a psychedelic plant or a plant of power is to have the right intention. So we have it for anxiety, for depression, so people who feel depressed, people who feel anxious, who, who are obese, you know, we have different groups. And then we, we do the ceremony which involves drinking uh, the medicine and a series of activities. And depending on the intention is the activity for those who want to lose uh, weight, we work more on exercises, dancing, imitation of animal movements. Those who want to achieve uh, less anxiety, more relaxation, then we do certain meditation exercises, visualizations, prayers. So that has been the ritualistic aspect of the plant. And then I started looking at the scientific evidence supporting its use. And it's growing tremendously, uh, the, the studies. And, and one of the reasons why we are going back to studying all these plants, because we know ayahuasca is being studied, cannabis, psilocybin mushrooms, and cocoa is because we are not having... Uh, Efficacious are uh, ways of treating many illnesses, functional illnesses, mental disorders. Did I answer you, your question? <laughs> yes, you did. You answered my question, and you also brought up more questions. Yes, because you said, <laughs> which is which is good because you said there are four bodies. I caught spiritual, right? Physical, physical, and those are literally the the two I caught. 
What were the third and fourth bodies? Yeah, so the third and fourth bodies are very connected because are the emotions. Emotions. Uh, uh, so emotional body and then the mind or the mental body. And it's very interesting how they divide that in shamanism, how they separate the mind from the emotions because they are so complex. They are so complex that you have to really untangle them to get to the bottom. Emotions, they have a very subconscious component. And they also have a, a conscious component. And emotions have a mental component and a physical component. You know, when you're in love, butterflies in your chest, when you're afraid, you shake, your hands sweat. So, right, like emotions are so complex and the mind too. So, for example, for the mind, cacao has neuroprotective effects. Uh, it protects us from strokes, for example, because it, uh, it reduces the LDL, that's the bad lipid, and it increases the HDL, which is the good cholesterol. And anyone who has a little bit of knowledge about strokes or a family member, a neighbor who had one, know that cholesterol and, and, and that's such an important factor for brain health and also cardiovascular health. So it, it modulates bad reduces bad cholesterol, increases good cholesterol. It protects the blood vessels, the cells that make the blood vessels that bring blood flow to your brain. It reduces atherosclerosis. So it's really protecting your mind in a way. And then it also has uh, chemicals. Uh, for example, it has uh, tryptophan and tryptophan, it turns to serotonin. It has a, a, a combination of um, caffeine and theobromine and flavonoids, and it has minerals like uh, calcium and zinc and copper. So it has a series of um, substances that will bring health to your nervous system. Uh, it stimulates uh, antioxidative processes and it prevents also neurodegeneration. Uh, a neurodegenerative disease, for example, is Alzheimer's disease. So it can protect against that. Um, for example, you may have noticed when you have your Oreos or your chocolate that you feel happy, that you may have a little bit better attention and concentration, right? Those are functions of the mind. Uh, and then I mentioned their happiness. So it, it's also the, the emotions, the neurotransmitters that uh, are involved in the emotions, like positive and, and negative emotions. It's interesting because there was, there, there was a study uh, looking at the effects of depression and anxiety and looking at the positive emotions and the negative emotions. And it had effect in both. It increases the positives like relaxation, life satisfaction, uh, love, and it reduces the negative emotions too, like fear, uh, apprehension, 
Yes, so th those are the two. And and you know, they say that cocoa is an aphrodisiac. And it's very interesting because that aphrodisiac is because, yeah, it increases the pleasurable feelings and the emotions. And it also has influence in the cannabinoid. You know, cannabis mm -hmm. and um, marijuana, in those receptors where cannabis uh, works, it has a cannabinoid uh, influence. So you feel a little bit euphoric, you feel happy. And then because also the effect in the physical body, you have more energy, you feel uh, with more vigor. So you want to have sexual intercourse and sexual activities or is an aphrodisiac. And then they said, uh, this hasn't been a study, but uh, the, the tradition says that for women, for some reason that the science hasn't demonstrated, it reduces inhibition. So women become a little bit more inhibited, uninhibited, uninhibited. And actually, uh, we have ceremonies for couples. So couples that have uh, difficulty communicating, that are having conflicts and that are going to couples therapy, we do cocoa ceremonies because it improves communication, connectedness, vulnerability. Uh, yeah, so those are the four bodies. That, that was really great. And, and I think, um, you know, pulling out my nerdy science card, even taking a step further, Jackie P in preparation for our discussion with you did look at some of those chemicals and flavonoids that are involved in it. And it's amazing the effect of things like cathepsins and ecathepsins on our inflammatory cascade, right? And so for the listeners out there, whenever there's a stimulus, it goes into your DNA, just as you know, Dr. Velasquez was discussing which releases this series of signals and generates these things called cytokines, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard about with COVID-19, right? That's, that's what makes a lot of these people very sick. But cacao, and I'm going to say it the Brazilian way, because I feel like, awesome. you know, but uh, cacao counteracts that effect by upregulating the kill switch for that inflammatory cascade called NRF2, right? And I think like Nerf, Nerf, Nerf balls were kind of like benign. We all played with them as kids. So Nerf is your anti-inflammatory molecule. And it's kind of like a big bolus of those anti-inflammatory molecules. And then just to, just to comment on your uh, role of it in neurodegenerative disorders, it also has a high uh, effect on brain-derived neurotropic factor, which you mentioned actually can regenerate nerves. I remember dating back to even when we were in medical school, we used to think that nerves, when they were dead, they were dead, right? And you couldn't repair them. But we found out that the body does repair them slowly over time and brain-derived neurotropic fa factor is one of those things. So back to you, Jackie P. I love it when you nerd out. You get, you get this look in your eye of just like, this is, this is what you live for. Yeah, you just can't. <laughs> That's right. So, so, you know, and I think we talked about this, you know, we touched on it before, right? And, uh, uh, you know, you said, you know, we have this cacao, right? Um, uh, you know, it, folks who want to introduce cacao into their wellness into their well-being for whatever the reason right whether it's anxiety or stress or for a couple therapy how 
do they do that? What is the vehicle, right? Because I know they're not just, you know, sitting back and munching on Hershey bars, right? They just I mean, go trick-or-treating, right? Right. <laughs> they go trick-or-treating on <laughs> like Halloween. Maybe that's why everyone's in such a great mood, right? They go out, they get a bunch of candy, right? So what, how is it different, right, um, from what we get in the candy store in the aisles? And if I or someone listening wanted to introduce it to their wellness, how would they do so? Yes, yes. So we're we're going now into the difference between uh, chocolate and and cocoa. And so I think it's important to understand a little bit the history. Um, we have evidence that cocoa has been used in uh, South America, Africa too, uh, but. I'm more aware about South America because I'm here, obviously. So, and that's how it was brought to Europe when the Spanish conquistadors uh, started uh, bringing resources and, and their discoveries back to uh, Europe in the 1500s, uh, 1600s. Then they uh, brought cacao with them. Here in South America, we believe that it has been used since the year 450 before Christ. So for 2,000 years, let's say 1,500 years, cocoa was used traditionally, cocoa. There was no chocolate. Chocolate didn't exist. 1,500, it started to be consumed by the rich society uh, throughout Europe. And they started to use it to, to treat health uh, problems and illnesses. Uh, I haven't found exactly uh, what illnesses and, and why, you know, we're talking about very old uh, literature, but um, I haven't found anything written, but orally, there is an oral transmission uh, that says that they were using it for um Premenstrual syndrome, for example, for anxiety, for depression, for stomach problems. So that's how they started to use it in Europe. High classes and for the sick. And then around the 1800s, so what happens is the, the polyphenols uh, and the flavonoids uh, are very bitter. So the best components, the ones that have most of the beneficial properties are very bitter. So we, when we talk about cocoa, we talk about the cocoa bean uh, made uh, powder pretty much, you know, you, you, you press it uh, so much that you turn it into a powder and then you turn that in, into liquor, into a nectar. So that's cocoa and it's very bitter and it has a lot of benefits. So in the year 1800, someone uh, wanted to make money out of it. And what did they say? Okay, I want to sell it to a lot more people, like a lot. And I know it's a little bit addictive. It works a little bit in the dopamine system. Now, what happens, Mother Nature is very intelligent. She gives you a substance that is a little too delicious and is a little addictive. Delicious in the way that it makes you feel really good. So what does she do? She makes it very bitter. 
to make sure that you don't get addicted to it, to make sure you don't use it too much. And it's so interesting, ayahuasca and all these sacred plants are the same. And that's why not cocoa, but the other ones are being investigated. And ayahuasca has already many uh, articles proving the benefits uh, as anti-addiction to help people get out of addiction. So Mother Nature made cocoa really beneficial for your health and a little bit bitter so you don't get too much out of it. Um, but this person in the year 1800, which I'm forgetting the name, who uh, wanted to make money, put a lot of sugar, started to mm. put milk, you know, things that make it really like sh- chocolate like, right? Because what is chocolate? It has milk and, and sugar. So, and you know, if it's a, if it's good uh, in terms of flavor and, and it makes you feel good physically, emotionally, mentally, then you're going to choose the sweet option. Because, of course, in the year 1800, you didn't know that when you reduce the amount of cocoa, you add milk and sugar, you are diluting the benefits by three, five parts, like you're getting 20% of the benefits and you're getting a lot of milk and you're getting a lot of sugar with the detrimental effects in your diet that sugar has and that that milk has, because yes, milk has some benefits, but there is some literature saying that it has some autoimmune and pro-inflammatory and even certain uh, properties that could contribute to to cancer, to the production of cancer, so carcinogenic properties. So all that is out there in the scientific literature, all those questions. So sugar and milk. So yes, we have cocoa and we have chocolate. Which one has the health benefits with no side effects? Cocoa. Which one has the side effects, the addiction to sugar and milk, and the very little benefit, chocolate. So, uh, and you all have to be very careful with chocolate because it is true that it has, it makes you feel too good certain types. And also uh, cacao and chocolate, they have, they call it like perfect orosensory stimulation because you put it in your mouth and the taste is good, but also the texture is good. Uh, So it stimulates your senses in a way that is almost too perfect, but then it has a sugar on the milk, which is uh, a little dangerous. So all the benefits that I have mentioned are not related to chocolate. And they are much less, much less, related to shock to 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 white chocolate not at all like what white chocolate doesn't even have cocoa it doesn't have cocoa particles so i'm not talking about chocolate nor white chocolate and let me tell you something else they start to say oh uh, cocoa and chocolate they both give carriers cavities cavities and then there is a guy that say, hold on a second. I know a little bit more than you. Let me prove this. So he gave a group of people chocolate and another group of people cocoa. And then he studied the activity of the bacteria 
in the mouth that gives uh, the cavities. And he found that cocoa inhibits the uh, enzyme that turns sugar, sucrose, into what damages your, your teeth, which I've I forgot the name of the substance that damages uh, your teeth, but you know, the enzyme that turns the sucrose into uh, food for the bacteria that damage your, your teeth is inhibited, just put to sleep. Yeah, and we all, we and all they, know that, you know, the microbiome in our mouth is linked to so many other body systems, not just the health of your teeth. Yes, that that is so correct. Yeah. Oh, because you're right. They also um, did the same experiment with rats and, and, and the rats that they gave uh, cocoa uh, stopped having inflammation in their gum. So not only not only the teeth, but also we're talking about like soft tissues like your gum, like periodontitis. So, so there is a big difference between chocolate, which may promote caries and obesity, um, for example, and cocoa, which helps with weight loss. Can you believe it? That yeah. chocolate helps with weight loss through the insulin, right? Through the pancreas, through the, the, the adipose tissue, through the LDL. Chocolate can help you lose weight. Chocolate or cacao or, or both? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Doc. That's Mark, okay. I'm getting too excited and a little, uh, <laughs> a little, yeah, and a little like daydreaming about cocoa. Uh, so cocoa, cocoa helps you with uh, weight loss. Yeah, and and how can you get it these days? Well, it's a little um, tricky because depending on the production, yeah, uh, the process that they. Uh, under undertake, they may destroy some of the key components that bring health benefits. So the best one is coming from organic soil that is not overexploited. Uh, you know that has happy workers taking good care of the cocoa beans. Processes that are not too mechanized and and. You know, the, the production that tries to keep the traditional simple method because when you give it too high temperatures, like high speeds from the machinery that are also causing high temperature, again, you're destroying many of the key elements. So the most natural, the most organic uh, is the best one. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm learning from uh, someone who has... Um, uh, her brand. She she's um, a medicine woman that works with cocoa uh, because Diego, the shaman that I'm learning with, he used to work with cocoa, but he doesn't nowadays. But uh, Cecilia Leite, she produces it in in her home, and it comes from uh, a local um, producer. Uh, so it's all like family made and. So I get it. We get it from her uh, for the ceremonies and, and to our clients. We always uh, get it from her because, again, bigger production can can damage the product. 
Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have to go to a commercial break soon, but I totally agree. You know, we pulled some research that all of those good polyphenols and flavonoids that you you find in cacao dissipate the more things you do to the plant. So you dehusk it, you roast it, you turn it, you grind it. Each time you do that, the the quantity and the concentration of those good things goes down. So I can't even imagine what's in Halloween candy. <laughs> So we'll be right back after this brief commercial break with Dr. Yadira Velasquez and Jackie P talking about cacao. What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black op shorts are sweat resistant and flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash Rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct-to-home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. And we're back. Uh, this is the time of year when all of you have treasure troves of chocolate, no doubt. But what we're talking about today is the derivative of that chocolate, cacao. And joining us today, returning to the podcast, is Dr. Yadira Velasquez. Jackie P, do you have any questions for Dr. Velasquez? We, she's already answered our hot seat questions on a prior episode, and I encourage all of you to go back and listen to that. It's a great talk on functional neurologic disorders. Yes, yes. So, you know, I was I was thinking, I didn't I didn't think about I was thinking about that uh, during our commercial break that we already asked those three questions. So I guess I have to improvise uh, something here. Um, but uh, let's see. So. Let's let's may see if we could keep it on theme. So, would could you or can you comment on uh, what what would you would you say is one of the I'd say strongest cases for cacao that you've seen firsthand, where you know someone was dealing with a specific issue, and through a ceremony. Um, you know, with cacao, they were either dealing with it or healed it or have made it, you know, tremendously better. What would you say was something that you saw firsthand that really opened your eyes and you're like, holy moly, this stuff is magical? Yes, yes, that's such a good question because I have so many examples. And I remember that, for example, the first client that um, you know I'm learning shamanism so at this point I help uh, them I'm learning with Diego Leite with Cecilia uh, Leite you know with the rituals and, and learning and trying to help so I'm talking to this lady and I'm curious, right? I'm doing research while I'm learning. Like I'm, I'm doing research. Like I have questionnaires and this lady, she had uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. And then, so we're talking about the questionnaires and, and uh, 
you know, what she could uh, collaborate with. And we have like various uh, options for like emotions and the physical body. So when she tells me about chronic fatigue syndrome, then let's say, okay, I tell her, okay, let's uh, do the questionnaire for functional illnesses because chronic fatigue syndrome, it has a little bit to do with functional illnesses. So we go there and then uh, she tells me how much improvement in her energy level, in her sleep. She was drinking uh, cocoa once a month for one year and she had stopped taking her antidepressant medication and her pain medication. I think her ADHD medication too, because they were trying her in various uh, things. Uh, because chronic fatigue syndrome is a combination, right? Lack of energy, lack of mental energy, lack of energy in the body. So she had stopped taking her prescription medications. She was going to cocoa ceremonies once a month, and then she was drinking it daily at home. And she was feeling, feeling so much better. She was not cured because sometimes she would feel tired, but she knew that most of the time, actually, and this was very interesting, most of the time when she felt tired, it meant that she had worked 20 hours and she was truly tired and she needed to sleep because before she used to go to the doctor and the doctor, no, no, no. And so Coco gave her the perspective of, you have to really look into your environment. You have to look into your emotions, your mind and your body and look into your schedule, looking into your support system. And because chronic fatigue syndrome can be the result of being unbalanced in these four bodies. So I am, wow, like the medicine, Cocoa, which is considered a medicine when we do the ceremonies, really allow her to start studying and analyzing her life from this holistic perspective. And her chronic fatigue syndrome got so, so much better that she only felt fatigued when she truly was exhausting herself. And it was a good wake-up call because she truly needed to rest in those moments. So it didn't turn into a, an endless cycle of fatigue. It was a little warning sign and she was back to feeling good. Wow. And then I have cases of depression. And then I have cases of people who were trapped in bad marriages. And Coco gave them the courage to leave their marriage. And like so many, so many, because it's the four bodies. So you have like, ah, you have the, the premenstrual syndrome uh, ladies uh, who got so much better and stopped arguing with their husbands every month, uh, you know, because premenstrual syndrome was uh, manifesting in a way where she was arguing with her husband and she was mistreating uh, the children and she was then feeling guilty. So it was chaos. And then she was using the plant and then everything, and again, you do all these plans of power. When you start to study them seriously, you combine them with the method, the Holocene method, which is the four directions, four bodies. It's based on the medicine wheel. Uh, and, and that's part of what I'm doing, right, with science and shamanism is scientifically proving 
that the medicine wheel works as a method of healing. So we organize everyone's um, life based on the four uh, bodies. So those are some of the examples, but there are so many because we have so many different groups. That is that is um, interesting. I, you said something about uh, she was only drinking one cacao drink a month. Is, oh, yeah. So is so, it only that little? It's not a daily thing, a daily supplement or a daily ritual. It was just once a month. Yes. Yeah, so, so the rituals is when we get together uh, in a circle, you know, like, like the old times, everyone sitting around the fire with the drums and singing and chanting and meditating. That's a ritual. So that we get together as a community, uh, for cocoa, uh, once a month is enough because of course the rest of the time you do it at home. It's like you go, let's say to, it's a spiritual practice it's a, that has basis in nature. And let's think about any other spiritual practice, meditation and Buddhism. You go to the meditation center on Sunday and then you meditate at home each uh, day of the week uh, on your own. So yes, uh, and actually most of the studies, uh, study cacao taken on a daily basis, there were some studies that where the client, the patient takes cocoa and then they uh, study how the person is feeling two, six hours later, right? To see how the effect peaks and then it just slows down uh, the, especially the emotional behavioral effect. But most of the studies have been daily intake of cocoa and the doses have gone anywhere from 15 grams to 100 grams. And then cocoa, the way, uh, Cecilia sells it. Uh, you know, it's a bar, and then you have a, a scale at home, and then you take 15 grams, 20, 30 grams. And then I take it instead. I have been taking instead of coffee. I take now uh, cocoa in the morning a little bit, and then I do my morning routine, which can it varies from day to day, but can be meditation, it can be yoga, it can be going for a run. But since it helps with attention, concentration, it enhances uh, your senses, it gives you energy, then you can really combine it with a lot of different practices. But daily is better and, of course, gives you energy. Uh, so better in the morning hours, otherwise it may uh, reduce your sleep at night. Yeah, one of the things I found hard interpreting some of the data was comparing apples and oranges. People would say we use this weight, but they wouldn't always specify the concentration. And so that made it a little bit difficult for me to kind of compare the effects of that. I think that, you know, should people do future research on that, they should make sure that they're standardizing for both of those things, right? So that way you're comparing apples and apples. Definitely, yes, it's, it's, it gets quite confusing. And then also none of the studies at the end recommend, okay, I recommend to take this amount. Right. They say, okay, uh, take, take cocoa. cocoa. <laughs> yeah, cocoa is good. It's scientifically it. proven yeah. that it's good. <laughs> good luck finding yeah. it in its purest form in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, I like to use my doctor method whenever... I recommend it to our clients. Uh, 
I say, okay, you start with 15 and then take that for two or three days and see what you know it is and then go to 20 and then go to 25. And the maximum stat that has been studied is 100 grams. So, you know, to keep, allow patients. And also I find that that allows patients to start bringing their attention inwards. And because they are trying to see, okay, how is this dose making me feel? As opposed to telling them, okay, it's just this little piece of cocoa and then go with it. No, I turn them as their own detective. So it, it creates a lot of self-reflection too that helps the process of whatever goals they want to achieve. Oh, it, it almost, it makes them uh, start subscribing to mindfulness, right? How are they feeling when they take out the, you know, they carry on with their everyday activities. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's a shame that cacao has such endless. It seems like it has an endless amount of benefits that it can help folks with their wellness. And uh, we here in the states turn it into basically cavity creators. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, I have had a fantastic time learning about cacao. I'm definitely going to look into it because it sounds like something that I think if you could get your hands on real cacao, right. That is, it hasn't been turned into basically candy. It seems like something that I think can help almost anyone. Right. Of course, you know, talk to your doctor your nutritionist, right. I say it all the time, but uh, you know, Dr. Velasquez, I always enjoy speaking with you. Doc Mock, would you like to take us away? Yeah, sure. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. It really does help us get the word out. I wanted to go ahead and just give a quick plug to Dr. Velasquez's website. If you could just tell people where to find you as well. Yeah, so uh, you can go to scienceandshamanism.com and then you will see there our cocoa programs, cacao programs, and you can see Cecilia's information and even order some cacao. She even delivers internationally across Europe and, and Asia. So it's really fun. A lot of good resources to use this at home daily. That's wonderful. And of course, head on over to MaximalBeing.com. We have a ton of useful information out there. And if you want to reach out to any of our guests, if you have questions, um, you, can, you can email us at team at MaximalBeing.com. As always, I, I'm I'm ready to you know enjoy a cacao drink with you the next time you're in the states, Dr. Velasquez and and Jackie P. Maybe we'll be in the same city pretty soon. Uh, little spoiler alert there. Um, but you know, as always, maximal beings, we're here to maximize your health. Until next time. What's going on, maximal beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.